Hello, my friend. Welcome to our favorite episodes, the girl chat episodes where we come on and talk about a lot of things. We are midsummer. We're doing kind of a mid year. How are we doing with our goals? Girlies, my friends, check in. We're going to talk about July. We're going to talk about some cool trends that I'm seeing on social media. And likewise, what happens when you go off of social media for a little bit? I've got some back to school mom hacks for you guys because, yes, our brains are already going there in mid July. So let's roll into today's episode. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. Okay, so we are coming together. It is mid, almost near end of July when this is going out. And I want you ladies to reflect on being midway through the year. How are you doing with your goals, what it is you wanted to achieve. Maybe you sent set intentions for 2023. I each year do my Horatio planner and it was kind of crazy looking back to what I was writing about in January because not everything that I really was planning on doing, I've done and that's okay. You know, that's totally okay. But also it is a look back of like, hmm, yeah, I do want to implement some of these things. So I just want you to know that like we're halfway through the year and while you don't have to be so set in stone on what it is you wanted to accomplish or those goals you set at the beginning of the year, if some of those change because it doesn't feel right for you anymore, that's okay. That is 100% okay. And the older we get, the more and more we hear and feel like, oh man, time is flying by so fast, so fast. And already halfway through the year, I reflected with just some questions on, am I enjoying how I'm spending my day? Am I feeling like I'm in alignment with how I want to live? Do I have a vision for the future? And are these things going to matter to me in 20 years? I really have been focused on being so intentional in the micro level of my life down to the minuscule things, the little ways that I start my day with more slowness and peacefulness and intentionality, paying attention to is what I do feeling right for me instead of just doing it because I was told this is what successful people are doing. But man, July has already come in and has been so crazy. What did you guys think about 4th of July, a holiday being on a Tuesday? I did not like it. I thought it was going to be cool, but like it was a lot and it was like 
you know, prior to the weekend of the fourth, people are like gearing up, they're ripping, they're roaring, they're ready to be in holiday mode. And then my husband had to work Monday the third. Then we did the fourth on Tuesday and then activities for the kids were canceled. And it was just kind of like, oh my heavens. I felt like that whole week where it was like the anticipation up to the 4th of July and then the 4th of July happened. And then our youngest has his birthday on July 11th. So we had like birthday party for him. And then guess what? He woke up on the day of his birthday party sick. He had a fever and sore throat and fatigue. And we, you know, it was a family member party. So we were kind of like, hey, this is still happening, but he still is like on board for his birthday. Everybody use your own discretion for if you're coming or not coming. We had the, the party went on. Some people chose not to come totally fine, but the party went on and then I didn't feel good. My husband didn't feel good. Now my oldest said he's not feeling that great today. So July really has kicked off with just like, what what are we doing? How are we? Nobody's like, it hasn't felt like a regular routine type of situation for a handful of weeks now. But do you want to know what I did love about July? I got to see my bestie Lauren. We kind of had a Lauren and Joelle day, which was really fun. Um, All June and now into mid-July up until this recording, we've had a lot of kids activities, you know, like soccer, t-ball, swimming lessons. And that was really heavy loaded in June. I don't like sharing a lot of that on social media when we are out and about in like our public little hometown. And I don't really necessarily like, I love sharing my day-to-day and rhythm and routines and how I get what I get done in a day. But when it came to like the, the consistency of like, sharing that every Tuesday, Thursday, we were going to this at this public spot. It just didn't feel right for me. This is one thing about me. I don't talk a lot about on social media is I have a lot of thoughtfulness about what I post, where I post and when I post a lot of times when we have gone somewhere, like even when I was doing fun Fridays with the kids, I would take the kids to said location. And I would not, if I did post about it, I would not post about it even within an hour of being at that time and is it like some sort of like crazy me thinking the worst and having this like you know protective scary mama bear type of situation running around in my mind yeah maybe but I think for just like our privacy and our safety and being online I am very 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 particular about it um but now come, you know, July and into August, things are going to be slowing down and we can kind of get into the role of the day to day. But also I'm kind of sitting thinking like, what are we going to be doing? How are we going to be spending our time and getting active? Because that was really helpful with the kids being in certain organized activities is those organized activities were their like social time and also their active time. And, um, we are, we set some boundaries with things like YouTube and tablets 
this summer, but we haven't been the greatest with like at the end of the day, the TV does kind of go on. We're all kind of like bumps on the log. So I'm kind of thinking about doing like some bike rides with Bryce or implementing one family walk a week. Like my husband's not the type of guy that's like, let's go for a family walk or for a family bike ride. He's not an active guy. And I know if he heard me say that, he'd be like, I'm not a lazy person. And he's not a lazy person, but he's just not like a leisure activity type of person. But I feel like if we were like, okay, one day a week, can we do like an evening family walk? He'd definitely be on board with that. And, you know, just how can we get some movement in and stuff like that? But also I was talking about the kids' sickness, right? I feel like I'm catching it. Like, I shouldn't be recording right now, but I want to record. But tomorrow I'm probably going to regret recording something sidebar totally. So you guys know about the trend of the cold plunge, right? And I totally see people doing it. I get the concept. I see the science behind it. Well, I actually haven't looked at the research studies on it, um, but I do want to. And also I have been thinking about and playing around with the Chinese method of keeping our body temperature warming for women who are in the age of fertility um, cycling. Like if you are in your fertility ages, staying warm. So while I'm like, hmm, could this cold plunge concept be beneficial for me? I kind of am resistant to it. Like my intuition is resistant. And this is what feels right for me. If you're cold plunging your heart out and you love it, I love that for you. For me and my intuition, I was listening to a podcast with an acupuncturist. I want to get an acupuncturist on um, that was talking about how in Chinese, Chinese medicine, women in their fertility ages are meant to really do anything and everything for warming, meaning warming liquids, warming foods. And I eat cold foods like all the time, all the time, salads and um, raw fruits and veggies, which are all really great, but yogurt, uh, smoothies, like I have a smoothie every single day. So some of the things I'm doing is I'm adding some warming um, herbs and spices to my cold smoothies. I've been really playing around with the idea of even though the weather's hot outside, eating warming foods for lunch and dinners. I'm so used to cold foods that I'm like, what am I even going to eat? So obviously I'm going to be busting out my phase-friendly food guide and my meal idea cheat sheet and focusing on those like luteal and menstrual phase foods, kind of looking at some of my hormone books again as well. And instead of starting my morning off with my cold, my cold, um, energize, do I need to go back to something warming? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just playing, playing around with this. If you guys do know any specialists or anybody, they don't have to be a podcaster. They don't have to be an entrepreneur, just somebody, you know, who's educated in this area that would like to come on and speak about this to us, send me their information and I will try to connect with them. I think that would be really, really cool. I've never tried acupuncture. Have any of you guys tried acupuncture? I mean, the people who go to an acupuncturist are obsessed so I feel like I kind of want to get to know an acupuncturist and, you know, see if it can be really beneficial to me, but 
who knows who knows right um let's see what else did I want to talk to you guys about so over the 4th of July, since 4th of July was on a Tuesday, and I was like, you know what? Most people are on social, off social media during this time. And I put pressure on myself to be on social media, but I've really been noticing I'm not on social media creating, I'm on social media consuming. And as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is using social media as a tool for business and connection and and hanging out with you guys, I was spending so much time scrolling versus in the DMs with you or talking with you guys or creating content for you. I create content for you guys on the podcast because I love to teach. I love to share. I love to be in more depth and detail than what I think surface level social media is and or I feel I can go deeper in podcast than on social media. So I took a break from social media. I started it on Friday. I didn't hop on social media until Tuesday night. I kind of uploaded some fun pictures from the weekend. And while I was not on social media, I had no expectations. I was like, I don't need any ideas. I don't need an aha. I don't need a download. I don't need any of those things that a lot of people set expectations for when they take a break from social media. I'm like, I'm just going to be. And it felt so good. It felt so good to just be. And I got clear and I didn't set expectations. And, you know, it was really, really, really awesome. It really solidified too. Like, I want to keep podcasting. Like, even though I was on a break from social media, two ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective, two new people joined into the Feminine Edge Collective and came about because of listening to the podcast. Like, you guys are the creme de la creme of people. Podcast listeners are seriously my people so much. And um, I. I really just am going to continue to do podcasting. We're still going to stick to one day a week here in the summer, but we'll ramp it back up come fall. You get private podcasts feed or private podcast episodes in the Feminine Edge Collective. So if you're looking for more, hop on into the Feminine Edge Collective. I DM you our private private podcast link. It's not a public podcast. Only the ladies in the Feminine Edge Collective get this link and you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, and there's extra in there. So you can hop into there if you're looking for more. And it's just really cool. And it didn't come to me during the week of me being off of social media, but I was in my quiet time this morning, and I really got the idea to reshare, revamp, and reteach something that I taught in the past, something that I am still so passionate about, something I get asked about on the daily is how do I do all that I do in a given day? How do I maintain businesses that I've built, build businesses that I start up, take care of our home, take care of the kids, do all of those things? And it's really boils down to like, how do I spend my time? And so that kind of gave a little bit of a giveaway or yeah, a little, little sneak peek in what you can be expecting around the month of my birthday, August, my birthday is August 14th, but August I'll have an exciting announcement and promo going for you guys. 
And it's something I'm really excited to be teaching on again. I've got some cool behind the scenes stuff in there as well. But oh, this is what I really wanted to talk to you guys about was I was off of social media. And then when I got back on social media, I hopped on TikTok and I found the 75 mom challenge. I don't know why or how I got into the 75 mom challenge TikTok algorithm, but from what I understand, this girl, Brittany started, wanted to do 75, um, 75 hard. And it really just didn't seem realistic. As you guys know, I have a whole podcast episode on like, should somebody do the 75 hard challenge? And it's not for everybody. It's not necessarily realistic and it's not aligned with everybody's life. But Brittany on TikTok, I'm trying to find her, her, um, page, but she came up with a challenge for herself and called it 75 mom challenge. And kind of the rules of this challenge is follow a diet. So follow a certain diet, eat healthier. Like that one seems to be loose, loosely translated based on like, I even saw one mom say her rule for herself is going to have a serving of fruit and, and or vegetables at each meal. I thought that was a really good one. Cause like, if you're not eating any fruit or vegetables, just adding that onto your meal is really good. You guys know, I'm all about focusing on what you're adding and enhancing instead of what you're taking away. I thought that was really good. But one seems to be in relation to nutrition. The other one is drinking um, a certain amount of water. It seems to be people are kind of setting their own number on that too. And then this is where I think it's absolutely amazing is they are doing a 45-minute workout, 45 minutes of housework, read 10 pages, shower every day, and 10 minutes of sunlight. And I love this. And if you go on TikTok and you search 75 mom challenge, you will see how ladies are catering this to their own thing. Some are doing, um, they, it just really seems so cool and so realistic. I think the ones that stick out to me so much is the 45 minutes of housework and then the shower slash getting ready every single day to moms that are at home and doing everything all of the time. Why I love the 45 minutes of housework is it's defined, it's definitive, there's an end to it. And also that compounded over 75 days, like that could lead to a whole different house transformation, right? I know when I kind of followed this structure one day, I'm, I'm not declaring I'm doing the 75 mom challenge, but every day I was like, oh, I could do this and that. And I got like my general spaces done. And then I was like, oh, I could finally deep dive into that bin of shoes that has so many shoes in there that some don't even fit the kids anymore that I just need to get rid of. And then the craft closet and, and all of that. And then the showering and getting ready every day. I think I've seen on TikTok, cause I seriously go and scroll the videos and I'm liking everybody's, I'm commenting. I'm like n the number one hype woman of the 75 mom challenge. And to Brittany or whoever was the original 
um, trend starter of this, please reach out. I want to follow your journey. I would love to have you on the podcast on your day 75 or after your day 75 and just talk about what those like those structured changes because they're not necessarily small 45 minutes of a workout and 45 minutes of housework that's dedication right but they're in alignment with what a mom's values are and they really align with with the season of life. And I think that's absolutely amazing. So I'm going to be continuing to follow the ladies on 75 mom. And I I think, so that would put us in the fall. We're going to be interviewing some of these ladies on pod. We're really, really going to see how things have changed for them. And so start following some of them on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, just search 75 mom challenge and, you know, cheer them on. And what I love about the 75 mom challenge is it's not about perfectionism. It's not about starting over. It's just going along in the day-to-day, which I think is so cool. And then I've got a couple back to school hacks for you because this is where my head is at because it's mid-July and I already looked on our school's website. The school supply sheet was already posted on there. And so I just went to my Walmart app, you guys, and I ordered a bunch of stuff and I'm having it delivered to our house because my son who is going into first grade, he likes to go pick out his shoes. We're going to pick out a couple outfits. But with the school supply list, like there's yellow pencils and a package of 10 primary color markers. And if I bring him to the store, he's going to see the other things. And I'm going to have to be like, well, we can't get that because that's not what your school is asking for. So I just love doing a order like you could do Walmart. I did Walmart. You could do Amazon, whatever. Just place the order and have it be delivered. And then when you go shopping for the backpack, you can make it really fun and like put all the stuff in there. That's what we did last year. And it was really cool. And I want to tell you guys about these pants, but I can't find them on Walmart or on Reebok. But if you see them and if in the future, my future self, if I see them on the Walmart website, I will link them. But last year, I got these Reebok jogger pants for boys and you can tell in the pictures online or if you go in store that they are double lined in the knees like it looks like they're it's just thicker in the knees and little boys especially kindergarten first grade like they're always wearing out the knees of their pants. I bought Bryce and I am not kidding you five or six pairs of these Reebok joggers just in all neutral colors like a couple black pairs a couple gray pairs a couple lighter gray pairs he wore them all school year the entire school year they washed up so nice they looked so great so when you are doing shopping especially for like that athletic look I know this brand Reebok has them but in other brands look for like a double lined knee and then just a nice material that's going to wash up really good and then we got a couple of the Reebok shirts that went with it but really any sweatshirt and hoodie looked fine with them and then this is the year I'm not skimping on shoes for my kids I have to bring my kids 
with me when we go shoe shopping because it seems like based on the different brands, how they fit, how they run, I have no idea what size foot these kids have. So we're going to go shopping and get a great pair. But also in since September can still be a little warm, like the first couple weeks of school, month of school is warm. I will get a couple shorts and t-shirt outfits on sale and call that like our school shopping. And then I go shopping when everything is like actually on sale after the back to school craze. And especially with my son, like he, he will wear sweatpants, t-shirt, hoodie on the normal day to day to day. But then I do get a couple outfits that's like jeans and a nicer shirt. I'll maybe buy two to three of those types of mix and match outfits because I don't make him dress up for school. Um, But that is kind of how we do our back to school shopping. But it just comes straight to our door. And it has been like such a hack. I even got the text message reminder. Hey, you're... Walmart order has been shipped and I was like oh it's gonna be so nice that all of that stuff I don't have to go looking for the little erasers and looking for the Kleenex boxes and two pocket two two pocket folders and one notebook that's college lined and it's all just coming right to our house which is really helpful and beneficial all right my friend I am going to end this episode with the call to action, the little like rollout of the Feminine Edge Collective because I wanted to let you guys know about it, but my energy is starting to tank. Last night, I slept 11 hours and I'm still feeling kind of tired today. So I think I'm still kind of fighting what it is the kids have, kids have whatever it is that's working its way through our house. I'm grateful because everybody else has said that they've had a killer sore throat and mine hasn't been that bad. I've been drinking my throat coat tea. I just get that from Walmart too, with some honey and lemon. And then um, drinking my Shakeology, drinking my Energize, which has a ingredient called quercetin in it. And quercetin is a really, really, really great ingredient for immune support. It's good for a lot, a lot of things. So I've been loading myself up on that, but I kind of feel like my voice is at its end. I want to formally invite you to the Feminine Edge Collective, and I will talk you, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening, my friend. And we've got lots of fun things coming in August. We're going to be having guest speakers. We're going to ramp back up again to two episodes a week come September in the back to school time. And until then, we will have a lot more girl chats. Talk to you later. I know that learning about your cycle, all the phases, different tips, and what is supportive and what isn't supportive for each phase is confusing and overwhelming at first. And most methods teach you to stop doing and cut things out, but I have created a simple and streamlined method to living in sync with your cycle. This method lives in my Feminine Edge community, where I teach women how to live in sync realistically with their season of life. Each month, the collective gets exclusive classes and content in our app and private podcast feed, so I have made learning my methods as easy as listening to a podcast just like you are now. If you've been curious about your cycle and learning more about it, come into the Feminine Edge Collective, an exclusive community for Christian women 
that want to better understand our biological blueprint and use it to optimize every area of your life. The community is currently open and I encourage you to hop in now because learning all of this doesn't happen all at once, but over time, taking it piece by piece and making it work for you. That is why we are using this membership model. So you're not overwhelmed or overhauling everything all at once, and you can connect with other women along the way. I'm excited to welcome you into the community, my friend. Check the show notes for the link and details, and I will see you in there. Or you can go to www.tinyurl.com forward slash F-E women. That's tinyurl.com forward slash F-E women. Let's get back to the show. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode, before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.